Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast or Radio Show coming to you on May the 8th. It's Friday. You ain't got no job, and no, I'm kidding. Hopefully, you guys do have a job, and wherever you're listening, you are staying safe and staying sweaty here. Uh, we're going to do an episode today. Uh, Heather Scott is back on the podcast. Heather, welcome back. Hey, guys. And we're going to talk about the six elements of deep health here. And we're actually playing off of a post from Precision Nutrition, which uh, they've been putting a lot of good stuff as of late. And oddly enough, I had a call uh, earlier this week with uh, Jason Crow, who's the VP of Partnership and Biz Development over there at PN. Super cool dude. And we're probably going to have some of their folks actually uh, as guests on the podcast here sometime in the near future when we... uh, navigate kind of the zoom uh, and uh, conference podcast things like that but uh heather and i are going to kind of dig into each one of these um in terms of how it affects us and more importantly how it affects each of you and obviously if you guys have been following the stuff they've been putting out for any amount of time we kind of approach fitness you know through what we consider like the four pillars like the physical the mental the spiritual and emotional they take it you know, a little bit deeper uh, in terms of how they can, you know, kind of compartmentalize it. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, tomato, tomato, I guess is kind of how I look at it. But one quick reminder for you guys, the 34 Days to Fit program we have kicking off here is ending enrollment in one day, seven hours, 13 minutes and 40 seconds. So if you guys are interested in that, hit me up as soon as possible. Again, it's our 100% online coaching program. We coach you every step of the way. We spoon feed you the emails every day. And inside the private Facebook group, I share all my workouts. Heather and I will do some follow alongs. We'll have a good time, especially since most of the gyms are all still closed or will be for at least probably a couple more weeks. Hopefully most of you guys can get back to your, you know, normal-ish life gym routine sometime in June. But until then, uh, we'll help you guys kind of navigate everything online. So hit me up if you guys want a podcast discount code for that as soon as possible. Links on my Instagram, Facebook, but you can always email me, DM, and all of those things. So with that said, the six elements of deep health. Uh, Do you want me to break them down one by one, or do you just want to rattle off all six, or how do you want to go through it? You can start with of course going through each of them and then i'll chime in (laughs) okay um just the six you guys just you have them off top and then we'll break them down by category we're talking relational uh the existential the mental the physical the emotional and the environmental and we'll kind of break them down probably in a different order and that's kind of how i look at you know fitness in general it's not just you know sets and reps and tracking macros although that's you know probably the most transparent way to look at it uh but we approach it as kind of like you know the whole person or you know the whole human if you will and so if we're going to start off with let's say relational uh kind of the blanket statement would be like you know i feel connected and authentic with others and i feel supported and i feel i have a sense of belonging i guess if you will so in terms of relational health how do you think about it well for me i definitely need the sense of community for my overall health so uh, especially since we both don't have family here in arizona our close circle of friends um, our gsf members here in person and online because we have such a a large community online as well um, i feel like that definitely contributes to all my important relationships which 
you know, being social and having that human connection is, is so a part, so important for your health. And um, I guess for my job, for work, I, you know, I, I'm a part of a team, which I do really enjoy, but I also like the separation. I'm a, in an individual contributor type of role. So um, I like kind of having that balance of being a part of a team, but also having my own um, independence as well. So, but I would say the number one is having the close circle of friends and relationships with your family. And um, I know other people can get those connections of community through like a church or um, maybe an organization or a club if you have a specific hobby. Like, like what kind of club, Heather? I'm talking like, like a golf club. If you love golfing and you're a part of a bowling team, yeah, Kickball. like a bowling team. So, things Don't... like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll say this in terms of the relational stuff. The things that maybe before this I, I never would have mentioned, obviously the community of people here uh, is key and it's crucial for me. I mean, I've always known that, but when it's been taken away from you, you, you do obviously miss it more. And even within that, of all the people here at, you know, Jeremy Scott Fitness, if you will, in person, there's different ecosystems and there's different groups inside those groups, right? Like, not just... I guess mitigated to the, the time slot they're in. So like the 6 a.m. people are their own group, but there's like a group of friends inside those friends. And it's like, I have a different relationship with all of those people. Some of them I talk to a lot during this, some of them a little. Obviously the people who have the same interests as me and, and are willing to talk about inappropriate stuff, we can get on private texts and messages and things like that. And you can do a lot of that digitally, but it isn't the same. Like there is a component missing to it, like where I have a lot of friends, like even, you know, and we can, like for BJ and I, for example, like he can send me voice messages and we can text and do things, but it's different when we can't see each other as often, or even the example I'd give today, which I probably would never have mentioned before, I actually got a haircut today, um, it's May the 8th, so barbershops are actually open today, it was kind of weird, like you have to wear a mask in there, so I wore a mask and got my haircut, the barber wears a mask, he gets his haircut, the lady at the front desk does, and then people are like super spaced out, like this big barbershop, which one of our uh, clients actually owns, and so we go obviously to support them and, and do those things. But even as simple as that is, just hearing his uh, perspective and point of view on like whatever he's been going through and him and I just bullshitting, and for the most part, like I like to go there because he doesn't talk a lot and I don't talk a lot, and that's kind of our dynamic, but it's nice to hear like his voice and mine and we can kind of share Catch our up. thoughts yeah mm-hmm. it's um it's important for health it, it really is it, it gave me it, as weird as it was like walking in and seeing a piece of plexiglass and like we all wear masks and shit and by the way wearing a mask to get your haircut super i'm not trying to complain here but it's super uncomfortable like it's so hot and it's so it's just irritating as fuck but we do it because it's what we're supposed to do right now and that's the rules they have to be open but it gives you a sense of normalcy and I think that's a huge part mm-hmm. of, of mental health is your physical relationships with people. Um, and without that, you just you become kind of weird. Like you really do. Well, especially, f- I mean, now more than ever, it's so important to check in with your friends and family, whether it's a group text or doing it virtually through FaceTime or Zoom. Um, and then if you can do a social distancing get together as well. But even when some of our members have come in just in the past week to get to stop into the gym and we've been working in the office and they come in to say hi and check in on us and uh, grab weights or whatnot, it's been like so exciting. And you feel good. You feel like it's, oh my gosh, it's like normal again. And 
you're so excited to talk to them and hear about what's been going on with their life and you just appreciate it so much more the the relationships that you've created uh, with the people in your life and that kind of team you know community we're here for each other yeah if you look at it that way it's like how again maybe in it together maybe you never played team sports most of us probably did like those are your homies now again Mm -hmm. I played in college, like, uh, my best friends with everybody I played with in college, no. Some of the guys, like, I have no clue where they live or what they do, but, like, those six or seven core guys, like, we know everything about each other, and and you miss them. And, like, those are your people. Like, that's your tribe, if you will. And that is very important to have in your life in terms of being healthy, in my opinion. Without that, I don't think you can ever reach, like, optimal levels of health. And when you look at your life and what's the most fun shit and what's the most important, it's, like, hanging out with your friends. Like, just Mm -hmm. working out with your friends, uh, watching sports with them, drinking beers with them, you know, bullshitting with them, going on walks, going on hikes, whatever your thing is, like, that's ultra important to be healthy. And I think once we start getting back to that, I think as as states are starting to open up and as, you know, hopefully we are here uh, shortly too, we will realize, like, how much we were missing that. And I think when you are distanced that for that long, you, you kind of feel a certain way. And I think once we can all get back to seeing people we're used to. We'll start to feel a lot better than some of you guys right now who are dealing with that kind of isolation shit you're chewing on. So that's how I think of the relational health anyway. How's that sound? That's great. Next on the list, existential health. And the blanket statement would be you feel like a sense of meaning and purpose. And I think for a lot of people... This is one that I find certain adults lacking as they go through life or I guess even questioning it when things change and shift, whether it's like, well, I thought my career was this and it was that and they put so much meaning into just their one area job, but there's a lot of ways you can get meaning and purpose in your life that's not just tied to career and for some people, this season has interrupted that at a level they've probably never seen before. I agree and I think... Your purpose can evolve as you age and learn more about what is important to you. And for me, I've found purpose through, again, my relationships. So obviously, like with you, my close friends and family, our JSF members, um, who I've really connected with over the years. And and then through my career as well, just for my uh, own independence and purpose. But, you know, most recently, I feel like just because I've been on temporary furlough, so I'm not working, I am searching for more value, more fulfillment, more purpose, and I'm really trying to dig inside and figure out what what does that look like for me moving forward and how can I add more value and give back uh, during this, this season because I have a lot more time on my hands to take advantage of that. And so I've been trying to be more active in our private uh, online coaching groups since we don't have obviously the in-person members coming in on a regular basis and I feel like that's helped me um, be able to feel like I'm contributing and hopefully giving some value or doing podcasts and sharing my thoughts and opinions and experiences and and opening up more um, with challenges that I face because I feel like if it can resonate with at least one person it you know that makes me feel great and sometimes I'll get messages and um, and whether it's a podcast or someone we have a inner circle group which is um, 
hundreds of members that are on a monthly membership just in one of our online groups and they're everywhere from in the u.s canada and oh dude like this globally this 34 day group that's in there like i'm like 47 day transformation yeah like the 34 day one oh. that i'm like because we're adding in people right now and i'm like looking at the places like sweden germany singapore I was just messaging with someone from living in Dubai and she was interested in doing the 34 days. So I was like messaging her back and forth on Instagram and it just is like, made me feel so. That's the cool thing about, I will say like, that's the cool thing about technology. It's connecting you with the entire world and this whole negative, you know, crisis that's happening. The positive to to everybody is that we're all in it together and that's been something that has been so uplifting and just such a cool experience for me personally. And you know, not really connected to the topic of it. That's why I say for you guys, if you're if you are a creator and you all are at some level. No, I'm not saying it has to be a podcast or, or video. There's ways that you communicate that you are good at doing. And I think if this is for an entrepreneur out there or anybody, honestly. But if you are a fitness person or somebody who owns a business or has a social media account which is basically every human that's not a a complete serial killer you know you have a voice and you can help a lot more people than you think i think it's like people feel like they have to be at critical mass well i have to have ten thousand followers i have to have a hundred thousand followers i have to have two you don't have to do that i have five thousand and i can still connect with some people it's it's insane to me though like that is such a huge number of people like when i started doing this we would literally go door to door and hand out flyers like, hey, come try my shitty fitness business. And I know the minute that I walked out, they threw that shit in the trash. And like, laughed at who is this, you. Who is this loser? But like even as a team, like so like way back in the day, if it was like me and Dave and Ben and we split it up, we could maybe hand out 100 flyers in a day. And that would be that's a lot of cold you know, businesses to walk into with like a zero success rate. And you on your stuff alone can post something and 5,000 people can see it. I mean, it, the power you have to do that compared to what you had 10 years ago is insane to me. And you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You can have a, a career like myself working for a corporation and still be able to use that. these tools and resources. They're free um, ways to connect with others and provide value and use your creativity even like people have messaged me because I've been posting like flowers all the time because I'm obsessed with spring in Arizona and I've been in my backyard like all the time, which has been great to really appreciate it. But even some people are like, just you posting almost daily pictures of flowers and has made me like it just brightens my day. Like simple little things like that. It's the most goes a long way. It's so and again, I would rather see some crazy flower lady. As opposed to, I'm serious. Like, if I'm like, again, I don't watch a lot of social media stuff. But, like, I would rather see, like, oh, so-and-so posts these beautiful flowers every day than, like, you know, conspiracy theory Rick, who's like, we're all going to drop dead and you can't leave your house for the next two fucking years. Like, I don't want to see that shit. But my point of saying that is because, like, there's so many people who feel like, well, Jeremy, I don't have anything to say or to share. No, you do. And I still struggle with that, too. The most basic positive stuff, like, if you just post a picture of your dog like sleeping every day, I think you have one of the top 10 best Instagram accounts ever. I'm serious. Now, the whole world might not think that, but I think that provides more value than people sharing a lot of the bullshit that's well, out like there. Well, like Rachel, who's one of our members. Oh my God. She has three labs. Almost always They just dogs. got a puppy. 
And three, she has three dogs. I've been like specifically seeking out her Instagram to be like, oh, I just want to see the puppy. Oh, maybe she posts the puppy today or her all her three dogs I love. It's but amazing. It's just like little things like that, those little positive. Make the world better. Right. It's in, You all are listening to me have the power to do that every day if you choose to. Mm-hmm. Again, that has nothing to do with existential <laughs> deep health. But that's a side note. Um, if I go back to that, for me, you know, the meaning, the purpose thing, obviously, you know, what I do for a living is a huge part of what I do. It basically, how I'm living my life is kind of what I do for work. I don't think of it, obviously, there's tactical things we have to do here to make a business run and you know, check P&L sheets and deal with the bullshit that's going on now and like, you know, safety protocols and all these different things that aren't fun. I go, but for the most part, my craft and my calling is just me, you know, obviously fitness is the medium that started this. Now we've branched off to do other things and the podcast sometimes has to do with fitness and sometimes it doesn't. And, but it's just me evolving as a person. And I look at it as like my, my purpose is just to be the best person I can be. Like, how can I be, if I am like, you know, a medium or I'm a vessel just to spread positive stuff to help people, how can I make myself the most, you know, mindful, the most educated, the most positive person? And by doing that, it gives me a sense of purpose that's greater than me just like, hey, look at me. I got abs, I'm ripped, you know, buy all my shit. Like, I don't get, obviously you need money to survive, but I don't get as much from that as when people are like, hey, man thanks I've had a really rough time during this and turning on your podcast is the one thing that pulled me out of the shit like that's my existential health like that's the thing that gives me the biggest meaning and just being a good husband a good friend a good brother a good son and just trying to be somebody who gives more than they take especially if I don't feel and again do I feel perfect every day no I get stressed just like you guys I have the same uncertainty probably not to the same level some days because at this point I'm kind of married to like I can't fucking control the next six months. I'm just going to control today and then I'll deal with tomorrow when it comes. But if I feel better than the average person, then I guess my purpose is to try to help other people get to a good space like in their head and their heart and be able to just live life, you know, without all the garbage around them. So. For sure. Easy enough. Next one on the list. We're talking the mental health aspect of this uh and again the blanket statement is you know i feel alert and focused and competent and thoughtful i learn i remember and i solve problems well and obviously you know i'm not a mental health professional and and neither is heather but i'm talking from just a very you know basic standpoint of how you navigate not just this season but like every day and and the ups and downs and having perspective and gratitude i think are, are two of the biggest keys but how do you break it down? What's wrong? Oh, nothing. I was just looking at a t- text from my cousin. Um, and I was just laughing because I actually had a little breakdown before we started the podcast. It's a daily occurrence right now. Again, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like when talking about summer trips and we always go to see our families, him and it's an annual trip to Minnesota for seeing his family. And then mine is usually in August in Washington or Oregon for my family. And we got to talking about things like what's it gonna look like this summer, and then I just got all emotional. Um, well, so for me, because you take it down, some I know. Alternate. I know. Here's what my wife. I does. think. Let me just the worst. This. Let me share what you do, and everybody does this at some point. We we tell a story to ourselves that's not true, and we go down this road of this alternate reality that could happen, but probably won't. 
And I just logically try to talk it out and say, hey, if the trip looks like this and not this, we'll make the best of it. If you have to go or I have to go or we have to do something, it's on. And then you just go like, kind of of off the deep end i'm like bro we don't gotta why do we gotta take it there i know this is not gonna be we don't gotta go crazy well i just going back mental health is so important (laughs) i think it's number one uh out of all the health components because i think you know without being in a healthy mental state it's really impossible for you to function at your highest level or self and accomplish really what you want out of the day um this has been a challenge for me, I feel like, for many years, like, I guess, from high school and on. Um, what was the problem in high school? Well, high school in general, I had a great <laughs> experience in high school, but I think as a... You're also the kid whose parents put a lock on the outside of your door <laughs> to lock you in your room. Yeah, that was like when I was... When did the lock come off of your door? Did it ever come off? I think it was only like for a year or so. <laughs> When I was four or five years old. It's like child abuse. <laughs> no. It's amazing. No. I just had really bad tan- tantrums that, and they couldn't really control me. <laughs> when did those stop, by the way? Um, oh, they're still going <laughs> still on. Going. Yes. <laughs> See, you guys, prison doesn't work. This whole prison, this in, in, entrapment system is, is not what successful. I, what I'm trying to say is, though, everybody experiences it different on you know different levels, and it can be... Even just in one day, your mental health can, it, it's a its a spectrum and of emotions. And so just trying to focus on one day at a time and just continue to, to grow and learn more about yourself and how to handle those feelings um, and really strive to become the best version of, of who you are is something that I continue to work on every day. And uh, for example, like my morning routine is so important and I'm very, you're strict with your process and I'm strict with mine um, because it is, it's so important how you start your day and my morning routine, you know. Yours makes, is so, like, again, I'll, I'll say this. The people think like, off. I know, but I'm going Gary V here. Uh, people think I'm crazy and I am for sure. And I am very robotic and regimented, but I can shift it if I need to. Yeah. You I have a problem do, with you, that. And here's the thing, like, but you try to crush me for it. I know. Like, you're like, Jeremy, you're so this. And I'm like, I go, bro, you're worse Going than me. Going back to our personality you're types are the me, same though. personality types. We're it's like, like the Enneagram 3, the achievers. It's like, if I'm Jordan. Love our routine. You're Kobe, but you're like ragging on me for doing Jordan stuff, but you're doing it too. I know. It's crazy. Anyways. Show your, your process. Well, I'm just saying like making my coffee a certain way in the morning and, and sitting there in peace and quiet drinking my coffee is is just what I look forward to every day. And then I do my meditation and some mobility to really get my mind in a good head space. And then I take my dog for a walk usually, uh, which is just so important for me to have that alone time and just to think about how I, what I want to accomplish today and and how am I feeling and uh, really tap into kind of those high performance habits that I want to stick to and having that clarity and healthy mindset can just really make you have enjoy make it the best day that you can have and there's gonna be moments throughout the day where it's a certain negative situation or something pops up and it, it can 
it can ruin that. So checking in with yourself throughout the day is so important. And sometimes I do have to do another quiet time to myself or put my head down and and just think and try to get into a little meditative state just to remind myself, okay, no, snap out of it. Let's get back to enjoying your day. And um, that's kind of been working for me. Some days are better, especially during this whole weird season of life. It's not going to lie. It's been up and down a lot for me. Um, But I have to try to not let the negative self-talk win and really just focusing on the energy and the positive energy I think is huge and how can I make that sustainable throughout my day and also practicing self-love is so important and it's definitely a huge habit that I'm trying to um, embrace for myself and I think a lot of us struggle with that especially women so just a reminder out there if if you do struggle with negative self-talk or how to accept you know certain things about yourself um, you just you have to put in the work and I find when I do make an effort and I'm conscious about that I can have it's a night and day difference on and how I'm feeling mentally well yeah I mean I, I say I'll echo the same thing and I've said it before on the podcast like you have to have self-confidence and you have to love yourself otherwise like it's really hard for other people too man like and you have to have a belief in yourself almost sometimes like to the level of like lunacy where it's like almost unbelievable like you'll believe you can get shit done and do things that are extraordinary otherwise you won't like you can easily talk yourself down into stuff and that takes practice just like you train your physical body you mentally have to train and that's like this if it's moments like this where it's like okay you've lost your job or you're laid off or like your family member got sick or you had to deal with this shit or whatever this is a learning experience this is kind of like I, I look at this like training as much as it again I hate split squats and I do them all the time by nature because when you look at the scope of the world they're not really that hard I mean they're terrible sure but it's not like this life-altering thing so if you look at this what we're dealing with now some of us and some of you it's easier but we're all affected at some level if you're dealing with it this is like creating that scar tissue this is creating that thing that you're going to grow from to be stronger. But again, this is part of the thing that takes practice. Now, you can do little things on your own, and then life is going to drop them on you. And this is just kind of part of that. When you talk about mental stuff, for me, the structure of it allows me the freedom. Like having the structure that I have allows me to be free. and lets my brain be free to think and move the way that I want. And if you guys could look, we're not filming this podcast for YouTube, but most most of the time we do. Like if you see my desk right now, I have like 10 post-its with like 80 million notes here and a notebook. And I'm like, that's part of me just mentally kind of mapping things out. And I like to have everything kind of laid out the night before, before I go to sleep. So I don't think about what do I have to do the next day. I know it's already written down. So when I wake up... I can just jump right into it and be productive and I just chunk it big rocks little rocks and I move through my day and that allows me to when I can actually step away from work or step away from a problem I'm just done with it and it's over and putting yourself in the position again into little things too right like watching a show that makes you happy listening to music you enjoy or your podcast or just I drive here to work a lot of times in silence and nothing and just that's part of my process it's like I got 16 minutes to just be quiet and think about sometimes nothing and sometimes just kind of zone out and have the window down and and the breeze is blowing. I'm like, oh, this is just nice. And you're just mindful of your surroundings and where you're at. And again, 
we can all approach it a different way, but some of it takes legit work in, in training, and it, it's not going to happen overnight. So if you're, like, legitly having issues today, they probably won't magically be gone tomorrow, but slowly over time, you can get there. I agree, and I think just one more thing to add is that if you are in a really bad mental place, just opening up and talking about your feelings with your spouse or a good friend or a family member um, or a professional, like it's so important and so healthy and therapeutic and um, just don't hold it all in because it's just, it's not going to serve you. So. No, it doesn't. That's why at our house we try to be like, hey man, don't go to sleep angry and mm-hmm. just communicate your stuff. And so I... Well, and can, I can tell when you need to talk about things, and so I have to pry it out of you. Well, I'm a dude. And then you're like, always can tell, okay, what's wrong, and then... Well, because you'll do this, nothing. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like, how many times do I have to ask to say nothing? Like, Usually it's like three. No, nothing's wrong. I'm like, dude, look at your face. Look at the noises you're making. Like, something's wrong here. Like, this is... And it's... And again, sometimes we don't want to say it, or we don't know how My to... My body ver- language. Yeah, you don't know how to verbalize it, or you're like, well, I know something's wrong, and it's like you, as a as you as an individual, you sometimes have to dig and be like, well, am I pissed because I can't see my family? Am I mad because I had to cancel a trip? Am I mad because I lost income? Am I mad because somebody is... Like, whatever the thing is, you as an individual have to identify it. And then, for a lot of people, sharing that with like somebody you trust who's not in a judgmental place. And I hate to say this, for some of you, like... You probably can't share with your mom and dad because they don't fucking get it and they, they don't understand and maybe they're not the right person and maybe and it sucks if your husband or wife isn't that person either but you probably have a friend or a Find brother some, or there has to yes. be someone that you can talk to and you have to know who those friends are and who those friends aren't there's some people who like can empathize and some people who give great advice and some people who are just kind of mm-hmm. brain dead. or reach out to us if there's no one that you have that you feel comfortable and you feel more comfortable sharing it with strangers we're happy to whatever whatever advice i can give you it's, it's worth what you're gonna pay for it so it's probably that but i'll, I'll we're do not experts but no but again i've, I've fucked up as, as much stuff as any of you guys and i've probably been in, in just of a bad of a headspace at, at certain moments of life i can assure you that and so all i can do is walk you you know how i navigate through it and what i've seen with people here over the last you know 10 15 years and that's what it is so next one we're talking environmental let's go there so if we're talking environmental health you know what's around me supports my health and my well-being and so i'll let you jump into environment because you probably go the nature route and jump. yeah i would say number one nature's huge for me um in this segment growing up in the northwest just surrounded by nature all around me was so healthy and I constantly crave it to this day and so even now I live in a more urban downtown Scottsdale environment uh, it's pretty easy to get out to nature nearby so I always make that a priority I get outside at least once per day sometimes that just means like a walk or a trail run nearby at you know Papago Parks close to our house or a bike ride down the canal path to downtown Scottsdale, um, hiking Camelback, you know, is really close by, things like that, um, really just brings out the best in me and my personality, uh, it gives me energy, I just find that I really appreciate the simple little things in life when I'm out in nature and just how beautiful 
like God created our world and um, I find a lot of peace and clarity and it's just it's like therapeutic for me um, and I feel like I'm my most joyful self when I'm doing those things that I love um, and right now it's been very difficult you know we're having to stay at home more so I haven't been out in nature as much as I feel like I usually am but we well, still have they been cl- they close like half the trails you can yeah walk which I understand like obviously the big popular areas yeah no, I down get to. national parks and things but we've been fortunate enough to find some secluded areas and trails up like in northern Arizona and so we've done that or we go to the lakes nearby and we can social distance paddleboard just him and I um which has helped a lot because I definitely feel like I'm such a water person so water therapy is so good for me and a lot of people um again going back to enjoying my backyard even and just having my coffee in my backyard and I've tried I've tried over the years to make our backyard like my sanctuary um, with a lot of plants and flowers so that just brings me a lot of happiness and and relaxes me um, and then I don't know if they were precision nutrition talking about like environmental factors on your health but as far as um, you know the chemicals and the pollution and the environment but I feel like right now we're learning a lot in our culture in the world about um, what has happened by staying home, less pollution, and I feel like there's a lot of positives with the environment, uh, cleaner, cleaner air, cleaner water, um, so there's definitely some lessons to be learned about that. Um, but a lot of, I mean, a lot of environmental factors can interrupt your health and you can have health issues, hormone imbalances, um, just heavy metals I mean there's a number of things that you can kind of look into <laughs> yeah I mean if I'm talking environment I mean I've said this before we get messages all the time where people will say hey uh, Jeremy I live in Minnesota and I'm trying to be fit and it's cold and it's dark you know what do you suggest to stay motivated and I say well you should pack up your shit and move and they're like haha no I'm serious I go yeah I'm dead serious I, I think where you live matters. I'm not trying to bag on you guys. Like I love, we love Minneapolis. Heather and I do. We like to go every July, and if we can this year, uh, and, and make it the same, we will. But it's not the same in July as it is in February. And the amount of motivation you have when it is dark and cloudy and freezing cold, 20 below, or pouring rain and gray for 78 days point. in a row. The sun is huge. <laughs> it messes with you, man. It's Vitamin like, D. I know. Like, I'm older now, and I have much more perspective, and I'm like, I don't take things as serious, and I really have a grasp on, like, what I think is important in life and what matters, and that's always evolving. But I will say, that's probably a big reason I talk this way today, but also because it's sunny here every day, and it's warm, and you can be outside. Even, yo, Jeremy, it's hot in the summer. Yeah, it is. But But it still gives you energy when you wake up, and the sun is beaming through your window. It's amazing. And you can be outside in the morning and at night, and you can be in your pool. Or go to the lakes. Oh, God. Like the it rivers. Just, or we can drive two hours north, and it's like it's 
25 degrees cooler. People have no idea how diverse the state is, I feel like. And I'm not, I'm not saying to move here, but if you are if you know you're a person where, like... Yeah, let's not overpopulate. No. Arizona. Like, no, it sucks here. Don't go. Well, it's like, what does Ian always post for Burning Man? He's like, oh my god, Burning Man, the greatest thing ever. It sucks here. Don't come. Because he like doesn't want to get overpopulated. I just I think of that every time when I talk about mm. living here. But I don't just mean here. Like There's a lot of places no, you I can agree. live. Like, if you love snow stuff and you love being cold, live in Wisconsin. Like Live in North Dakota. Like you'll, It's amazing. Like, But if you love it sunny and you like it warm, like a Texas, a Florida, a California... In Arizona, in Nevada, well, like might as well just try it out. You can always move back to where you came from. I'm saying, like, I know me personally, like growing up my whole life, and I'll stop talking about this after that. But like being in the Midwest, like walking backwards to the bus stop with your hood up because the wind is crushing your face, and every time you try to inhale through your nose, it froze your boogers. Like it's a shitty existence. Like, and you're standing at the bus stop, and you're like, I'm like 12 years old, and I'm like, God, this just sucks, and you hate it, or like. You guys ever ridden your bike in like a foot of snow? Because yeah, I've been there. It's a terrible time. And you got your gloves on and you're wearing like a mask like you're going to rob a bank. But that's what you have to wear just so you, like, you don't freeze your nose off. I hated it every second of my life. And I knew like when I can like get some money or figure it out, I'm going to move somewhere warm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And instantly I changed. And so I do think that is a huge part of it's a huge factor. your happiness. And then, obviously, if you go on a micro level, I do think for me, knowing who you are as a person in terms of environment, like, I'm not a huge, again, I'm a master of social distancing probably since birth. I don't love large crowds. I'll go to a Twins game if I get really good seats and I can control it, but, like, I don't want to go to a Coachella. That seems like my worst nightmare. Like, I don't want to go to a giant club. Like, I've walked into them before. I'm like, it's sweaty. There's a bunch of people bumping into me. I can't hear. It's just, it's not my scene. So me, knowing, like, I like places that are a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed in a smaller group setting, like, that's always been kind of my thing. And I think you have to know that about yourself. Like, oh. Self-awareness. Yeah. yeah. Like, if all your friends like, oh, we want to go do this. And you're like, eh, that doesn't seem that awesome to me. That just comes down to you knowing, like, what environments are you going to be your most inspired, your happiest, and which ones are going to make you the healthiest. And also, other people need to have empathy and understand that about your close friends or family members. Like, we're not all the same. Our personality traits and how we experience life and what brings us joy and what makes us happy and healthy. And um, it's a variety, obviously, of these six traits. And um, Well, I use the example, and I won't call the names out here. Because if they listen to the podcast, but with people like who are like, and you know this, you're there. Oh, hey, Jeremy, you know, like, wh- what would you really do for fun? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, because I don't want to go to a big concert or, you know, get shit faced and like do some quote unquote normal people things. People think it's weird that like I will podcast for fun. Like I'll write a book for fun. I'll yeah, do things. You have a more creative outlet. Yes. I enjoy those things where. A normal person's like, well, you don't want to sit and watch a football game for four hours and get, you know, trashed. I'm like... And you love sports and you love but watching I, them, but... But I like this more than that. And there's mm-hmm. a rare occasions where I do that, but we all have unique things that are tied to us in our personality, which is a huge part of that is in the environmental factor, so... And what gives you energy might not give someone else energy, and someone might thrive off of... You know, the extroverts being around people all the time. Um, where myself, I'm kind of in the middle. Like, 
it depends on the day and how I feel. Um, sometimes I want to be around a lot of people and sometimes I like to be alone or just around my close circle. And uh, it's learning that about yourself and then also understanding that of other people who either you work with them or again, your friends or family. I think it's very important. Well, yeah, I, mean, I use myself. Like when we have, to, when I do big group stuff, usually it's for money. I'm getting paid to show up and like put on a Vegas show basically for them. Like whether a it's, Vegas show. Well, I mean, that's, what it, that's how I view it. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm Chris Angel. Like I'm putting on a magic show. Like I'm talking, I'm speaking, I'm, we're doing fitness, we're clapping, we're engaging, we're telling jokes. Like it's rehearsed. Not that I don't like it, but it's a lot, man. To, to entertain yeah, a screening. big group and I don't like to be the center of attention regardless of what people probably like to believe like it's not my thing neither so like, do I <laughs> I'd rather be in a group of four than a group of 40 yeah any day of the week personally let's move on emotional and when I mean emotional the blanket statement would be I feel a full range of emotions but mostly calm hopeful and positive I think that's the goal, you know, trying to always incorporate those feelings, um, focusing on positivity and trying to always remain in a calm state, which is obviously super hard, especially right now because your emotions can just, there are a variety of emotions. It's like daily, throughout the day can change, um, but limiting stress and anxiety and for me, it's like having faith and, and what gets me through kind of difficult times is focusing on the hope and, and faith, I think, is a huge part of it. Um, but again, it's it's a daily challenge for me to manage my attitude and emotions, and I, especially now more than ever. So um, I think practicing whatever helps you during these difficult times, I think you have to learn that about yourself like for me exercise is huge for my mental health and managing my attitude so that's not that hasn't been an issue for me I'm I've been very motivated this whole time to exercise because I know it's not just about how I look it's just how I feel and um but like you mentioned like listening to inspiring podcasts audiobooks talking about your feelings to your loved ones things like that can really help change your emotional state and how you're reacting to what's going on around you well yeah i mean if you're i'm not going to go turn on like contagion it's not going to put me in a good emotional spot to watch that shit like during this or anytime really i'll never probably the rest of my life i'll never watch like something like that like just because i'm like i'm scarred from we it were from watching this. like sicario the other night and um i do honestly though like i feel good when i watch Sicario. no i this is an awesome movie and it's badass yeah but the part where they talked about a vaccine it was just like this one quote oh, yeah. and i'm like oh gosh that resonated now more than ever well because like, he's like he's talking about like they're gonna go kill uh one of the leaders of the mexican drug cartel and she doesn't understand why it's important and he's like he's like killing him would be like finding a cure to a disease like finding a vaccine to cure cancer that's how much good this would do it's oddly enough because sicario's like this serious movie maybe because me and josh brolin are homies but that's why uh but I, I just i love that movie i just feel badass like it makes me want to go i feel like the first time we saw liam neeson and taken i wanted to learn like the particular set of skills so i could go to europe and like infiltrate a crime group and like be jason Bourne like but sadly i don't think well again it's going, i think it's you know paying attention to what you're watching watching and listening and how is 
and reflecting on that like is this serving me is it not serving me what can I cut out or what can I add in that will help me bring me to a high you know emotional positive state of mind like last night we watched Tombstone Tombstone's yes. a great movie I've never, too and it's embarrassing I've never seen it God, until last night so many I mean literally <laughs> like Charlton Heston's in that Douglas Kilmer Brandon Walsh is in it yeah Jason Priestley is a real, is a real name yeah Billy Zane I mean literally I could go on anyways it's a great movie but it put me in a good mood because I'm like this is just badass and uh, those little things are huge I will say this with the emotional stuff from, from my perspective you have to feel your feelings if that's a, a phrase people use I don't know but you're gonna feel shitty yeah it's gonna, it's alright man like you don't have to act like it's not happening do you know how much I, so I used to like to do that when I was younger like if something was shit I would just pretend like it didn't exist and hope it would go away by the way that shit never works like you can pretend your dad's like hey Jeremy go shovel the driveway and I'm like no nah, there ain't no snow out there no nah, bro there's snow I had to go shovel it or he's gonna beat my ass like I wanted to pretend like uh this shit wasn't really happening like I don't want to wa- get on all these podcasts not podcasts they're actually zoom calls and like uh, audio calls we're doing with other fitness groups and gyms like hey here's how we're reopening up in Tennessee and I'm listening to the protocols and I'm asking the questions and we're looking at that like do you know how bad I, I just want to pretend like I didn't have to do that shit because when you realize it's there then you have to deal with Accept the problem it. like okay we have to sanitize the gym here's the new protocols if we have to work like all this stuff that's not fun but when you actually confront the emotion of like wow I do feel stressed take responsibility you can so I guess I'll put it this way it's so much easier to come to a resolution and a solution in your mind and then you can actually work on fixing the problem and moving past it because ignoring it just delays the inevitable and that's kind of what I was doing last month I was like kind of feel like it's like vacation mode that's how I was feeling and I was kind of like blocking everything out because I didn't really want to deal with everything and but then it came to a point where I'm like okay I need to like set a new routine for myself and snap myself out of this weird state and keep moving forward. So, and it's those, it's the shitty feelings that allow the awesome feelings to actually exist. It's peaks and valleys. Like, if we all felt good all the time, it's like if you're just walking around and you always had an orgasm, like it wouldn't feel like an orgasm anymore. It just wouldn't like you wouldn't get like the high from it like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like if you if you love smoking weed and you're always high it's not as fun as like just intermittently getting high or getting a buzz or whatever your thing is like we can chase those feelings but we have to obviously come to grips with like you're gonna have shitty ones too and be patient with yourself i mean it's a process for sure and again i, I do hate the phrase like the new normal like i fucking hate mm-hmm. keep saying that shit but in the defense of it <laughs> There's always a new normal. Everything is always new to us anyway. We're always evolving. Things are always changing. It's always going to shift. It's always a new day. <laughs> and when I guess when I would hear it, I'm always thinking like negative shit. And that's a bad way to look at it. And I think most of us do because we're just thinking about what's being taken away. And I think as we evolve through stuff, we'll be like, okay, we're going to just adjust and things will kind of move the way they're going to move and we'll all figure it out. But you have to, again, identify why you think about things the way you do and just let that kind of run its course. And then you create a plan of attack, how you're going to move forward sanely, I guess, if you will. Last one. Physical, let's get, sorry. Physical. 
the blanket statement, I feel healthy, energized, and thriving. I perform and function well, like your ultimate state of... Sorry, was I supposed to laugh at you singing? Yeah. You remember like on The Office where they're like, it's they're, they're doing the parody. They're like, let's get ethical, ethical. Holly and Michael. Yes, remember I that? remember. Yeah. Well, how did you not think that was funny? No, it's funny. I just wasn't paying attention. I'm way more, I'm way funnier than you, by the way. Let's just throw that on the podcast. Like the jokes I make at people home. People would never believe that. Oh my god, dude. it's really. not even close. Like, if no, people no. would know, like, just to set the record straight, I'm funnier than her. And Simon, you have a dry sense of humor, and people love it. I'm like, <laughs> you have, have a weird a, sense of might humor. have a next career. It's inappropriate for sure, <laughs> but I'm funnier, and I'm funner than you. I am more fun, not funner. No, I'm funner. In quotes, like it's quote me, quote me word. on that. It doesn't matter. There's no rules here. <laughs> but I think, like, people would think, like, oh, Heather's so much more fun. I'm like, nah, dude. Like, in, like, the, in, like, group moments, yeah, where you turn it on. But, like, in normal life, like, I'm the one who brings it. No, I will say, you're very, you make me laugh a lot. Yeah. Just, like, random and you're during mean, the and day. And you're, you're meaner than me. I'm funnier Why than you. Why are you trying to just bring I'm not, me but down like, But right I would now. just have to be clear. Because I know, because like, I don't get credit for that. And I think I should. Like you, the world sees like, oh, Heather's so nice and so sweet. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I know. you guys. There's a whole other side. Oh, Jeremy me. swears. He's the, he looks the this way. The people who really know me oh, know it. Oh, God. Like I am the, I'm the sweeter one. I am the nicer one. Like <laughs> you are the mean, aggressive one. It it, and, and to the public, though, they see me. Oh, I look like this. I talk this way. She looks that way. She talks that way. That's why I tell you guys. Don't judge a book by its cover. No, because you don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to crush you. I'm just like I'm not. I'm not mad at oh, you. Like, I don't. You just I don't are mind. how you are. You, you are more aggressive than me. I am. I actually really am. Yeah, I'm aware. All right. So physical. It's the Scorpio. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm believe, a Scorpio. I don't believe in that stuff. Um, okay, back to physical. Share your physical. Uh, well, for me, as I get older, I, it's just obviously more important than ever. Uh, for me to be able to perform, and by perform, I mean I can still run, I can still bike, paddleboard, hike, snowboard, um, do push-ups, lift weights, and and not be uncomfortable or out of breath or in pain. Um, so I've been consistently working out and playing sports when I was younger my entire life, and I just never want that to go away because I want to be able to carry my health and fitness throughout my life and especially in like retirement years because you just really want to live up those years to the fullest and and feel good while doing it. Um, So making sure my mobility, that's a huge component and I make sure I practice that daily um, to help me feel my best and it just allows me to stay active every day and not be uncomfortable and in pain and then my internal health uh, so for example like keeping my immune system now more than ever in check which I feel like I've always been really good about you know being healthy with my supplements and 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 making that a priority with what I fuel my body with so nutritious foods and making sure my energy levels and uh, how my body is functioning internally is very important to me because I I want to feel good every day because if I have like a stomach ache or I'm dehydrated and I'm just not taking care of myself then it literally ruins it can ruin my day and I uh, again going back to like mentally it's just not good for me so that's 
huge why I eat, why I take care of myself, why I move my body, and why I eat healthy food. Um, and then making sure I get quality sleep is so important so my body's not breaking down and it allows me to be able to be my best um, going into the next day. What else? Yeah, I mean, those are all, I mean, I like, I like fitness. Like you to, do? I like to work out. Oh my eh, God. Sometimes. It's all right. Uh, I mean, you guys, like, obviously, I'm not going to, you know, my take on all that. Like, these are all connected, though. Like, they're all connected, whether you want to understand that or not, or whether you realize it, then they each affect each other differently. And I don't look at it as like a straight domino effect, but they're all interlocked. So even for me, like, even during this, like, so my workouts have shifted a little bit and like I share them with our inner circle people so they see them but like yesterday was like an upper body loading day for me but in most of the time like when I train it's a time I can just turn my brain off and I just rip it but even during this I'm, I've worked more than I ever have during this time than when I'm actually with people and some of it's fun stuff some of it's stuff that just completely sucks but it chews up my brain power and it drains my life energy. And I think when you look at like how much, you know, thinking can actually drain your energy, I think it's about 20% of actually your, your body's capacity, like your brain just sucks it away. Uh, but my point of sharing that is, as I'm training, most of the time, it, it's so precise. And I'm like, okay, it's this is the sets, this is the reps, this is how I'm going to go through it. But lately, I've been doing is just like setting up the exercise protocols, and just setting a timer for like, let's say 40 minutes. And I just kind of move through what's ever on the whiteboard. So it's become brainless for me. So whether it's like, you know, pull-ups or dips, sled push, this. And I just I just kind of just keep going through the motions. And I just put on something on the TV I want to watch. I play some of my favorite music. And I just kind of sweat through it. And it's almost like mindless for me. Because I know if I have a certain workout protocol where it's more complex, I'm going to have to start thinking. And then like that might put more stress on me. And so those are all interconnected. So if I'm in a mental state where it's like I got a lot of shit going on, I like to simplify the physical activity. Um, and by doing that, once my heart rate gets up and I start sweating, I just start to feel better. And if I wasn't going to exercise or work out, I feel shittier. In almost all the other areas, like my, my mental state, uh, my emotional, it's just, it's not good for me not to be able to have that release. Outlet, yeah. And I don't mean like you got to go PR or something and kill a workout, but just to move. And sometimes for me, like in normal life, like if it's just like, the world's normal, but I got a lot of shit going on. I might just grab a basketball and just like go to the park and just shoot hoops because mm -hmm. it's so like it's second nature to me. It's brainless and it's just like, oh, wow. All of a sudden I was there for 52 minutes and I'm dripping sweat and I'm like, that was fun. And there's so much dynamic functional movement in there. So do what you enjoy. Yeah. And that's the key. Um, shit, if I could have went bowling during this, I would have went bowling. Like just, just ripped it and just like got lost for an hour. And it's like, wow, that was fun. But so He's I do. such an old man. He has like his own bowling ball, his own bowling shoes. Am I not legit good? You're like really legit? Good. You're really good, Jeremy. I mean, I don't <laughs> do anything half-ass. I'm not gonna. I'm not a bullshitter, bro. I got a set of skills. You know, somebody most, is really confident today. You know, I'll, when am I not? If you, and when does that go? Which one is that? Mental health, right? If you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is gonna believe in you either. I'm not lacking in confidence, that is for sure. I promise you that. I have to. It, dude, if you... I, I, I say this to everybody, like, all jokes aside, like, if my best... Uh, Connor's the same way. Him and I get together, it's like the worst. But we have this belief 
in ourselves from like where we grew up because if you didn't like you get eaten alive dude especially if you played sports growing you up act like, like you were growing up in like okay if you ever played the sports toughest neighborhood it's, it's not about being tough what it's are like, you talking about do you understand then? like when you play sports and you're eight and you're playing against a 12 year old no i if get you don't that. believe I you're there sports. you get your ass beat like and you lose and you lose and you lose you have to you be have competitive to, and you, you have to believe in yourself that's all it is and when you when you don't do that, and like in the in the real world, in like the sporting world or business world, you get chewed up, bro. I agree. I've been there. I'm trying to teach you something here. Not me. This belief system. <laughs> yeah, there's days where you're like, ah, eh, this. You're good enough, but you have to believe it to a point where people almost think you're crazy. Right. You know how much crazy stuff I say to like our friends and family, and they've looked at me like this dude's. Oh, nuts. I know. And all of it comes true. It just does. You got to be crazy, though. You got to follow through on your word. For sure. So, hopefully, you guys enjoyed those six. Anything else you want to add to it? That's all I have. Again, you guys, real basic stuff. Just the way that you approach it is obviously going to be different for you. But I think if you have a, a good grasp on them, or at least you're doing some auditing or just looking inside yourself each day... Well, and just saying, and I'll say, it's so great to have this to refer to. And for people that only think of fitness as looking good in a swimsuit and, you know, lifting weights or um, eating, you know, a strict diet, this is so helpful, I think, for people to understand what health truly means. And we've always tried to teach this to all of our members through like our 47 day transformation again goes through these pillars of fitness and really touches on each level that we've addressed and I think it's just so important now more than ever uh, for people to understand like it's not just about you know avocados and weights it's about it's not about avocados guys no I mean like of all the foods I don't know I'm just thinking like about your brain health your mental health your environment your relationships it all comes together. Yeah. It's not all about avocados, guys. <laughs> so if you thought that's what this was about, it's not really about... I really thought it was going to end this on a strong high note. Avocados. But. Of all the foods. <laughs> it wouldn't have been my... I mean, it's... It egg, is one of the healthiest foods, I would say. Yeah, it's good for you. Guacamole, all that stuff. Anyways, uh, again, you guys... Way to bring me down again. No, it's a great... <laughs> it's, a, it's a great takeaway I, I love avocado not as much as you, you know what i was trying to say though right yeah no i know it's not again it's not you know we say fitness is not just sets and reps it's not just macros it's not just trying to look you know good in a swimsuit there's a lot that goes into it and i, I think when you can have a, a good grasp on all of them if you look at it like kind of like a success wheel i think you guys are going to be okay but just understanding that and it's like you can't put all your time into one area at the cost of everything else. And I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from this. I think you'll be truly fulfilled when you understand each of these six elements for yourself. I agree. So uh, I got about 60 seconds here. Uh, So again, you guys, reminder, 34 days to fit. If you want to register, you got about a day. Hit me up. I'll shoot you a podcast discount code. And short of that, just a shout out to my homies over at Beam. And Beam is the CBD that we use at our house. Typically, I take one tincture drop per night to help me fall asleep but lately i've been jumping on their clarity compound here which does throw a little bit of that mushroom superfood lion's mane which helps you with a little mental boost to stay focused so if you guys are interested in checking out beam 
it, whether it's for stress relief to kind of get you know a little mental clarity or just to help you with sleep, which I do find helps me sleep better, hit me up. The discount code is Jeremy Scott on the beamtlc.com website or just shoot me a message. I'm happy to hook you guys up and share with you exactly what I do and take, but I love those guys. It is THC free, so it will not get you high if that's what you're looking for, but it will help you get better quality sleep. And if it can help you stress less, I think it is well worth giving it a try compared to all the other pharmaceutical bullshit that is out there. So we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Uh, and until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, oh, and if you're on iTunes, drop me a five-star. I'd appreciate it. Eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. We'll talk Thank to you, you soon. Thank you, guys. Peace.